Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another Destiny Changing Word by David Entry from one of our Revival Seeking Youth Services. If you want to control your world, catch the word. Be blessed. In Christianity, there's only one main thing that the Bible encourages, which is um, when you read Galatians chapter 6.14, the apostle who wrote the book of Galatians under the oversight of the Holy Spirit, the apostle said, God forbid. How many of you know that's very strong language? He said, God forbid that I should boast. Now, when he said, God forbid that I should boast, except, in other words, I don't, God forbid that I should boast in any other thing. If I have to boast, it should be only for one thing. Any other thing that others boast in, if I should boast in, he said, God forbid, it's not a lot. I'm not, I won't do that. He said, when someone says God forbid, it means that I also strongly reject it. I strongly reject it. And he said, God forbid. He said, when I'm dealing with you, I want you to know something that I'm very proud of. If I should boast in anything, it should be the cross. The cross. The cross. He says, God forbid that I should boast in anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means that there are other crosses. The fact that you are wearing a cross doesn't mean you are a Christian. You are only a rap artist. You are not <laughs> the fact that you are wearing a cross doesn't mean much. Because Jesus Christ was not the only one who died on a cross. In the times Jesus died, the times he lived, over 30,000 people were crucified on the cross. It was the normal way of execution, Roman style of, and Roman had taken over the uh, Palestine, uh, Palestine territory. When I say Palestine territory, I mean Israel and all those areas, the Palestinian territory, those times, not like Palestine today. I mean, that territory, geographically, is called Palestine territory. The Romans have taken over and they were the ones in charge. And all of them were paying taxes to, to Caesar. And they were all subject to Caesar. And when you commit a crime, Tantable to death, a crime like you attack a Roman soldier, a crime like you speak against Caesar, a crime like bad crime in the society. You, the, you are, you're, you, it's capital punishment. Excuse me, capital punishment, you are, that's meted to you. And capital punishment, the way the Romans did it, was killing them on the cross. Because dying on the cross is a very painful death, and it's very cruel. They will beat you, and afterwards, they will nail you to the cross. And when they nail you to the cross, the cross does not kill. The cross does not kill. It will suffocate you. And when you stay on the cross long enough, you will die. 
through exhaustion and lack of oxygen, ability to breathe. The, the longest a man, a human being can stay on the cross or has ever stayed on the cross is seven days. The cross doesn't kill. Can you imagine? You are there. No food. And what happens is because your arms are stretched to the left and to the right, your, and your legs, that's why they don't stretch your legs. They make sure it's a bit bent. So that you use your leg to push, because it's being stretched, the diaphragm, those of you who are biology students, the diaphragm, which is right under the lungs, that helps push the lungs for the lungs. So when the, the lungs expand, we inhale, and it draws in air. And then when the, the lungs contract, it pushes out air. Okay, so carbon dioxide is pushed out, and then when they expand, you pull in air, the oxygen, that the lungs begin to absorb the oxygen and bring the carbon dioxide from the, the blood that has been used already, bring the carbon dioxide, and then put, put in oxygen and carbon dioxide. And so you, the heart, then the heart pumps the blood round. So we have the right ventricles and then the left. Oh, am I preaching at all? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the part half of the blood sends heart sends the oxygenated blood into the body and then the other one brings the oxygenated blood into the heart okay so it brings it sorry, sorry into the lungs and so when it goes through the lungs it gets oxygenated Send into the blood, the blood sends it around, and then it's so that's that's why your heart can never stop beating. If your heart stops beating, blood stops circulating. And that's and then two things that can kill you quickly. When the heart stops beating, blood is not going in the body again. So it's the power, no, no system. The system is being not being oxygenated. That's why it can affect you. If the brain, the blood doesn't go into the brain, the brain can be damaged because it needs the oxygen. To, to, to function properly. Now, watch this. So the blood goes everywhere in your body. There is the, the heart that sends the blood, sends the blood. That's why sometimes they test your pulse to make sure blood is flowing. If the blood stops flowing, that means it's gone. Now, when your lungs stop functioning, the blood that comes cannot be oxygenated. So that's why if you stop breathing, oxygen stops going to the lungs. And if oxygen stops going to the lungs, the heart will be pumping blood that is not oxygenated. And your body needs the oxygen. You know, oxygen is the life of the body. Even fish in the sea, they also take oxygen through their fins. They have ways of absorbing oxygen. So it's not only air. Oxygen is not only in air. It's also in water, H2O. Water has two, two, uh, 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 one oxygen and two hydrogen. Hey! <laughs> so, so uh, please, this is not why we came to church. You can get that biology class. <laughs> I'll just give you a, a, a... So the cross, when you hang on the cross, because the diaphragm is being stretched, sometimes you struggle to breathe. So when they are breathing, they have to use their leg to push, to support there, so that because the arms are stretching and the diaphragm is so being stretched, you need something to stand on to push so that the diaphragm is not stretched for you to breathe. After a while, 
after you have been so stretched, you are tired. You can't even use your leg to push. So you start to choke. You, are not, you, are, you run out of breath. And that kills you slowly. The earliest and the quickest anyone dies by the cross, usually, I think it's two hours. Two, two, hours, two hours. Struggling to breathe. But many people stay a day too. So Jesus Christ, he died so quickly, the governor said, no, no, he's not dead. Why has he died so quickly? And that is why when people are on the cross, they struggle to breathe. You don't have energy. You don't have strength. You can't shout. You, after staying on the cross for a few minutes, you can't shout because you are struggling to breathe. You, to shout, you need energy to release it. But when Jesus was about to die, Bible said he shouted. He shouted. And then he said, Eli, Eli, according to Mark, Eli, Eli, which means translated, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then the centurion who was standing by, when he heard the way Jesus shouted, he said, this guy is not ordinary. So when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this, no one stays on the cross and be able to cry like this. And breathe his life. He said, truly, this guy is a son of God. He's an experienced executioner. When he saw the way Jesus died, his death was different from the normal ones he has seen. He knew that there's a difference. He concluded that this is the son of God. God didn't have, shouldn't have strength. But he wasn't killed. Jesus laid down his life. He laid down. He said, I told you, I will lay my life down. John chapter 10, verse 18. No one takes my life for me. I lay it down and I pick it up again. So I can take this, my jacket off and lay it down. That's what Jesus did. His life. And then he picked it up again. And in Christianity, we celebrate the cross. Why? Because the cross is where we get our entry, acceptance into the family of God. Being a Christian is not a religious persuasion. Being a Christian is like you are now a family member of God. I mean, you are in God's royal family. So he said, I take my life and I, 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 I laid my life down and I pick it up again. That's our Jesus for you. Now, in Christianity, we celebrate the cross. Why? Because no, oh, oh, one, no religion has the cross. Now, as I said, Jesus Christ was not the only one to die on the cross. A lot of other people died on the cross. So what is special about his own? What is special? Why are we making noise about his own? And now it looks like when you mention cross, they only say it's Jesus. Meanwhile, there are so many people who have died on the cross at that time that Jesus is just one of them thousands. But the centurion who executed him concluded that, no, this is the son of God. So what is the son of God doing on the cross? The thieves, the robbers, 
who were killed with him, one on the left, one on the right. Luke chapter 20, uh, 23, verse 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. One of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him. That tells you that he only blasphemed a deity. Started speaking against him. If you are Christ, save yourself and us. And, but the other answering rebuked him. Shut up! He said, he rebuked him saying, don't you even fear God? That's very interesting content. Don't you even fear God? Why? Seeing that you are under the same condemnation. See, the condemnation you are getting, you, you deserve it. And God should punish you more. You and I. Don't you fear God? And we indeed justly, when he used the word justly, he knew that they said, you have stolen iPhone. And you were caught. And they saw the iPhone in your pocket. Is, is it for you? No, it's not for me. Where do you get it? I stole it from there. Ah, so they are punishing you. You know that this one is just. If you haven't paid your phone bill and they suspend your, you suspend your phone bill, is it just? Is it just? Why? Because based on terms and conditions, you haven't done it. So, so the guy said that, no, we justly, I know what I did was wrong and I know I deserve being here. You too, I know. I saw we all did wrong. You were deserved. The criminal said, but this man, but this man has not done nothing wrong. So his being on the cross was not an ordinary person being on the cross. The centurion said he's the man, the son of God. The criminal even recognized that this one has done nothing wrong. Those who crucified him, they said that we admit that this is the son of God. The thief said he's the son of God. His followers knew that he was the son of God. The one who hung on the cross didn't belong to the cross. So what was he doing there? Because he knew that you'd be a bad boy and a bad girl. And yet... He doesn't want you to go to hell. So the suffering that should come to you for the things you have done. How many of you know that people don't know you very well? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You're bad. You. You're bad. You. I'm talking to you. You're bad. You're bad. And you are supposed to suffer in hell. Yeah. Hell is for the bad guys. Do you know any bad guys? Do you know some bad guys? Have you seen some bad guys before? Can I show you some bad guy here right now? You, you, you. I'm talking you. <laughs> you. We were all bad because we arrived. You see, human beings judge bad by what you have done. But God judges bad by who you are. You do what you do because of who you are. And who you are, you were born like that. And Jesus said, you see what? Adam did some things and brought human beings and brought a defect on human nature. So everybody was born defect with a defect. And so that means everybody should go to hell. But I said, okay, I want to pay for the punishment for the one that is supposed to go to hell. 
So on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Who? The one who were killing him. Ah, if it was me, I'll catch them all. I said, hey! May their descendants suffer. May, they, may, may their air conditions begin to produce heat. <laughs> may their car begin to stop working in the middle of the motorway. <laughs> may the steering lose control. Hey, I, I will kiss them. That's the human nature. How many of you have, feel, have ever felt like something bad should happen to this person for what they have done to me? It's human nature. But he on the cross, he said, Father, ah, you have energy to pray for the people who are killing you. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they, know, they do not know what they do. Ah, Jesus. Why did he say, Father, forgive them? Because he was on the cross to pay for sins. The people who killed him were sinners. And the ones who were hanging on the cross with him were also sinners. But uh, it's not every sinner he can save. Jesus cannot save every sinner. What do you mean? But that's not fair. Oh, no, no, no. It's not about fairness. Okay, so why can't he save every sinner? Not every sinner will accept, will want him to save him. Well, but he should just go ahead. No, he can't just go ahead. Bible says that although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. Give what belongs to him to him. How did that criminal on the cross know that he's God? They both knew it. So the other one told him that you don't fear God. You don't fear God. Because he knew that you know, you know about this guy. You know that this guy on, with us on the cross, he's not like that. You know it. And look at the way you are talking. And, uh, if you look at the content of his statement, verse 39, he says that if you are, ah, the Christ, Savior. So he knew that this guy claims he's Christ. And there's something about, then the other guy, shut up. Shut up. He rebu- In fact, the other guy, who was also suffering, but he got that energy <laughs> to rebuke this guy. Because he has a feeling this, they knew that this guy is innocent. And he said, we deserve what you are going through. But this man has not done anything wrong. Has not done anything wrong. Look at that, verse 42. Has not done anything wrong. Then he said, Lord, ha. He called him Lord. Which, which Lord ends up like that? Which Lord suffers in this way? What kind of crucified conqueror is this? He's a conqueror, but crucified. How can a powerful man die so shamefully and he couldn't do anything about it? He's not powerful. The paradox of the cross. When you look at him, he looks weak. But when you look at him critically, you can tell this is the son of God. So one of the thieves said, huh? You. He knew who he was talking to. He knew that this is the holy man. He said, save yourself and save us. He thought by provoking him, he will get something. Jesus didn't say anything. The other one said, shut up. You don't fear God. We deserve what you are going through. Then he said, Lord, 
Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Then Jesus said, I'm on the cross because of sinners. And if you choose to accept the work I'm doing for you, I can speak to you. The other one who was crucifying, he didn't uh, criticize him, he didn't say anything. Because he wasn't on the cross to condemn. So you might be getting away with a lot of things. A lot of lies. A lot of bad things. A lot of dodgy lifestyle. You might be getting away with it. It's not because God hasn't seen you and God can't do anything about you. But it's giving you enough rope and enough time to change. And so now, to make it clear that he wants you to change, he made someone invite you and you say, okay, you just this person, let me go. It's not God you're looking for. You just wanted to. Let me just take this box for them. Yes. Oh, yes. God has been looking for you. God has been looking for you. Because he wants to help you. And he wants to make it, he, want, he wants it to go on record. That if you, if you don't accept his help and you get to hell, don't blame him. Yeah. Because you are already on your way to hell. Yeah. Oh, you don't believe me. All human beings have sinned against God. All human beings are on their way to hell. Unless those like the criminal on the cross who say, Jesus, help me. Now, why did he have to die on the cross? He died on the cross because we can't help ourselves. Even if you die on the cross, you can't save yourself. Dying on the cross rather kills you. It doesn't save you. It ends your life. And then after life, because you can't pay for the sins you have committed just by dying. Because your blood is not holy. Your blood is not pure. Why is it not pure? Because of things you have done. So that means your blood is not good enough. It can't save you and it can't save others. So even if you die, it doesn't solve the problem of hell. So Jesus Christ, whose blood, in fact, if I need blood, if they inject it in my, it works. That's why we take communion. It works for everyone. <laughs> the, the blood of Jesus works for, it's the only blood that you can transfuse into any life. That sorts the problem out. So he came on the cross. And the thief on the cross said, remember him, me. And that's all he did to go to heaven. He didn't do any other, okay, how about the other thief? The other thief didn't accept Jesus, so he went to hell. That's as simple as that. So now, when you look at their human records, and you're wondering, heaven is too pure, what is this? What are you doing here? The man on the cross told me I can come. So, that man on the cross who was telling Jesus, remember me, Jesus told him, today, not tomorrow, today. That means when you die, you are going somewhere. It's not the end of life. Uh, but pastor, so why did God give the commandments? I'll give you only two scriptures to show you why the commandment was given. Number one, Romans chapter 5 verse 20. Number two, Romans chapter 3 verse 20. Romans chapter 5 verse 20 said, moreover, the law entered why? Why did the law enter? 
Let's read it again. The Lord was brought, uh, so that, uh, the Lord was brought in so that the trespass might be Oh, so you've been, rest your feet, please. You've been sinning, okay? You've been sinning all along, breaking law. Now they brought law. And he says the purpose of the law is so that your sin will increase. So it's not that your sin will decrease. Read, it's there, black and white. The law was brought in so that trespass might increase. Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Thank you, please sit down. Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified. Why? Because by the law is the knowledge of sin. The law will actually, is coming to, it's like you're using highlighter. Mm. There's a difference between a highlighter and an eraser. The law is not an eraser, please. It's not an eraser. The commandment is not an eraser. That's why you are struggling to obey it. It's not an eraser. It actually shows you how sinful you are. Romans chapter 7, verse 8. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, Sin was dead. Without the law, there's no, you, you can't say someone has sinned. Mm-hmm. NIV, the next verse. I was alive. I was alive apart from the law. I think let's go to uh, New King James, uh, or English Standard Version. Uh, I want someone that we can identify more. I was once alive apart from the law. But when the commandment came, sin came alive. <laughs> Do you understand? He said, I was okay, alive. But when the commandment came, sin came alive. New Living Translation. At one time, I lived without understanding the law. But when I learned the, the command not to covet, for, for instance, the power of sin came to life. So when you read, it says that, so then the commandment was good. It's not bad because it came from God. Okay. It said, therefore, the law is holy. Let's go to verse 10. Let's speak from verse 10 because I'm going to show. And the commandment which was to bring life, it, it I found to bring death. Yeah. So it's like if they have not brought this commandment, I won't, I won't be dying the way I'm dying. No. So listen to this. This is very important. The law makes demands. Let's all say that together. The law makes demands. What a law. That shall not be. Don't do this. Don't do this. It makes demands. It's making a demand on you to obey. The law makes demands. But unfortunately, because we are fallen human beings, we can't meet the demands of the law. That is why criminals were on the cross. And think about this. A criminal on the cross is saying, Lord, remember me. Meaning that I really don't like the state I am in. Some of you, you sound like that man. You don't like the state you are in. You don't like the things you are doing. You don't like the kind of life you are living. But it's like you are a slave to your your life. You are a slave to your desires. You don't want to do it, but you keep doing it. You don't want to hate, but you keep hating. You don't want to fight, you keep fighting. You don't want to pawn, but you keep pawning. You don't want to uh, women, but girls, but you keep girling. You don't want to boys, but you keep boying. You don't want to boy a child, but you keep boying a child. You don't want to do that, but you keep doing. And you are are like the one in Romans chapter 7. He said, what a wretched man like me who can deliver me oh wretched man that I am oh wretched man oh wretched man a wretched man in suit 
a wretched lady in suit. Heavily polished, but wretched. Addicted. You are not in control. What? Something else is controlling your life. You are in shackles. You are a slave on the cross. Instead of saying, all this church chatting, all this church chatting, all this like the other thief on the cross, foolish one of course. The same thing the thief said on the cross, if you are God, if you are Christ, save yourself and save us. Instead of humbling ourselves and knowing that my condition is bad, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, help me. Lord, you are beginning to question God. There is no sin so bad that Jesus' blood can't cover. That is what is called good news. And it's only the church that has got that kind of news. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 says that he who himself who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that having died to sin, we might live for righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. Oh, so healing actually is part of the package. In Mark chapter 2, they brought a man who was sick, crippled, who could not walk. They carried him and brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him in the verse 2, and he says, son, okay, verse 5, he says, sons, your sins are forgiven. Then the Pharisees, there's some of the scribes sitting around, started reasoning in their hearts, saying that, what? Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sin but? Who can forgive sins? It's only God that can forgive sin. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. You don't have to do anything. If you believe in me and you call me Lord, today your story has changed. He said to the thief on the cross, on the cross, his fellow thief was on his way to hell. Just by saying, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Remember me, my Lord. Jesus said, this is why I came to the cross. To save people like you. To save people like you. Jesus is our savior. Jesus is my savior. The reason why we celebrate Easter is not because of some pagan origins that have infiltrated it, but because the cross means everything. Why does the cross of Christ mean everything? That's where I got my freedom. That's where we got our healing. That's where we get our salvation. It will not be smart for you to come into contact face to face with the power of God that can save you and tell God I'm shy because my friends are here. I'm shy because I don't want that girl to see me going. I'm shy because I don't want that boy to see me realize that I really need help. Hey, but when you go home, you are crying. When you are by yourself, you are very miserable. You know you are lost. One of the things about life is when you are lost, you know it. You know, sometimes you can, people, there are a lot of people who sit on TV, sit online and talk and talk, but deep in their hearts, they know they are lost. And there are others who Satan has hijacked. They know they are lost, but they are 
They have committed to Satan's work. So their job is to fight anything that looks like church. Attack it on social media. Attack it in schools. There are professors who are intelligent, but they are so dumb when it comes to spiritual things. There are lecturers who don't, who are lost. It's not your education that determines whether you are lost or you are saved. When the Bible enters your life, it changes you. It changes you. It changes you. It changes you. Because of the cross, the Bible can change you. Because when you come to the cross, you receive the Bible. When you come to the cross, you receive God. When you come to the cross, you have your salvation. When you come to the cross, your life cannot be the same. I see you changing. I see the power of God coming to you. I see your life changing. 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 For whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. God bless you for listening to this powerful message. May the power of God be evident in your life. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat so you are always up to date. Be blessed.